I'm Rabbi Jeremy Marquise, and this is the Rabbinic Journey Podcast. Welcome back to Monday Mishnah. It's Mishnah number four. Um, I'm excited to be here at the RA convention with my colleagues, Rabbi Marcus Rubenstein and Rabbi Adira Yolkut. This week's Mishnah is all about uh, how many blessings before and after the Shema, how many you can shorten them or you can't lengthen them, and all the rules about that. But really, in my mind, it's about how do we deal with the potential when we are coming to a circumstance, we take a we we use a blessing to to prepare ourselves for a moment so we can have gratitude afterwards. That's what makes it meaningful for me. I thought I would uh, have my dear friends here share a piece of Torah as well on the Mishnah. Marcus, care to go? Well, I notice that there are some blessings in which you say blessings beforehand, and some which you only say blessings afterhand. That secret formula. And let me tell you, there's a big difference between each of them. We call a blessing in Shusan both sides, right? Baruch Atah Hashem formula per se, as a segura or a closed blessing. But an open blessing is one where you just say at the end, correct, dear? Correct. And what I want to say is so many of us only have closed experiences. We already want to frame the event. We want to frame exactly what happens in our life. We start with a closed blessing. Um, but we also, and sometimes it's important, we want to frame the event, frame the experience. But sometimes we also have to be ready to have an open experience, be open to the blessings that are found within the world. And that's why we also have open blessings. And that's very, very important, I find. Nice. Adir, anything you'd like to add? <clears throat> yeah, I'll tell you, what caught my eye was the part of the Mishnah that talks about that there are certain blessings that you are allowed to lengthen, and those blessings you can't shorten, and blessings that you're allowed to shorten that you can't lengthen. And what that made me think of was limit setting. We live in a Western mentality of always wanting to get what is best for me. I want my favorite ice cream flavor. Uh, I want to do this activity because it means the most to me. But I think the, the message behind the Mishnah is sometimes you need structure and you need limits on what you can do and what you can't do because that ultimately leads us to make healthier, healthier choices, to refine our lives, um, to give substance and meaning to our lives um, because knowing that there is a kind of strict structure behind which you can make a decision allows us to propel ourselves farther than just kind of living willy-nilly. So you can see anytime you study a piece of text like Mishnah, there's a lot of ways to look at it. Adir, please ask the question of the day of our audience. Question. The question of the day is, in what ways in your life are you going to work to set limits, knowing that if you don't, maybe you're not going to be making the healthiest choices or the most successful choices? What are the boundaries you're going to put up for yourself that are going to lead you to be the best version of yourself? See you next week. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you for giving me your time and your attention. For listening to the Rabbinic Journey podcast, it means so much to me. I really, really appreciate it. If you feel like I gave you some value, please subscribe. Give me a rating on iTunes. It makes a huge difference. Thank you. Thank you.